What's up, everybody? As active duty service members, we've all tried to buy multiple ribbons and devices in anticipation of messing up the ribbon construction process. We found it even more demoralizing paying high prices for mounting services. Luckily, the Perfect Ribbon provides the professional mounting look at a fraction of the cost. They take the hassle out of preparing ribbons so you can put on your uniform. Head on over to the show notes and use my referral code to get 20% off on your next purchase. I'll say welcome back to Meech Speaks. Welcome back to Meech Speaks. Meech Speaks. Welcome back to 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 Meech Speaks. I want to say something. A pause, motherfucker. Today, I want to talk about emotional scars. And the reason why is because a lot of times what we do not understand is that as we embark on a journey to become a better version of ourselves, as we enter a new relationship, as we get a new job, as we just do something different, we will never reach the full potential of it if we are still bleeding from the previous pain, from the previous injury. So when I mean bleeding, for example, I cut myself. Now, although I may have patched the wound, depending on the severity, depending on how deep the cut is, I might just start bleeding. And I, in my rush to try to cover the wound or try to find some form of healing, I might bleed over on some things. And what we do not understand is that that's actually us in a nutshell when we deal with emotional pain. And although you don't realize it, you're bleeding and you're bleeding because you're hurt still. And although you try to ignore it, you try to find a different outlet. You go to the gym so you don't focus on it. You drink so you don't focus on it. Everything you touch, you are getting blood on. Everything that you are touched, although you think that you are helping, you are actually making the situation worse. Relationships. We, we get into these new relationships thinking that the outcome is going to be different, but if we're still hurting on the inside, if we're still feeling that pain from the past relationship on the inside, then how do you think your relationship going to turn out? You, you think that because you're in a different relationship that the past injuries, the past misconstructions, the, the, the past is going to just disappear. No, it, it transfers over into the relationship that you're in. You let your guard down. You thought that this was going to be the one. He cheated on you. She cheated on you. And now you think that everybody's going to do that. When they sleep, you go through their phone just to make sure they're not cheating. When they take too long, where are they going or something of that nature? You you think that they're cheating. If they misconstrue what they say or they you misinterpret what they say, you think that they're hiding something. When, in all honesty... As you went through their phone, you found nothing. That misunderstanding that you had with them, it was just a misunderstanding. That's all it was. Those times where it took him or it took her longer to, to get to where they were going, that's just because of traffic or because they changed up their routine. It was not because they had found somebody worth more than you. But because of that pain that you got inside of you, you have now poisoned your new relationship. You have poisoned it. You you think that they're going to hurt you again. So now you do everything. You have built this wall up. 
So the new person has to come and get different equipment to tear down the wall. But even if they tear down the wall, you're still stacking up layers because you feel like it's going to happen again and you don't want it to. Because they hurt you. Everybody else after them is going to hurt you. That's what you tell yourself, right? I let my guard down one time and this is what happens. Then find it. Nobody can get love from me. That's what you tell yourself, right? But in reality, the only person that we're hurting is ourselves. The only person that is that is going to feel that pain is ourselves. And even though we are in a completely different relationship, even though we are loving somebody completely different. We're still bleeding. And that bleeding has now. Trickled over into this new relationship. And as you sit back and wonder where the spark went and as it deteriorates right in front of your eyes, you have nobody to blame but yourself because in your isolation, you refused to heal. In your isolation, you refused to evaluate the pain, accept the pain, embrace the pain. See, a lot of times what we don't want to do is we get hurt and we try to filter the pain out through some other way. We try to find a different outlet. We try to avoid the pain. But just like if you would have went to the hospital and the doctor told you to take it easy. Stay off that leg. You need to stay out of a relationship until you are fully healed. Because if you don't. In all honesty, you just poison. You had a child with somebody. You thought that this person was going to be the one. But for some reason, they had other plans and parenting. They they did not think that parenting was a full-time job. Now, you left with the child. And the relationship doesn't work out. And as you jump to different relationships, hopefully to find that one, hopefully that this person is going to use the pieces of your heart to put them back together and that you can finally make your family whole or to feel that void within your heart that was torn out. You don't realize that your bleeding didn't just get over into that relationship. It got over into the relationship with your children. A lot of times, and I'm I'm a strong advocate for this, is that the people that you meet, if this isn't going to be the one, if they don't get down on one knee and actually propose to you, if you don't get down on one knee and propose to this person, then I need you to understand that they do not meet your family. Because you're not the only one that builds emotional bonds with somebody. You're not the only one that has a hole in a heart that needs to be filled. You're not the only one that has wounds that need to heal. And when you bring somebody into your life and they meet your family and they form this bond with your family and it does not work off, I can tell you right now, you just put on a bandaid and ripped it back off. And when the doctor told you to not mess with your stitches, you did and they opened back up. So you took them back to the doctor and they stitched them back up again. But the problem is, is that you didn't learn your lesson. So you brought somebody else around your family again. And that emotional bond happened again. And the stitches opened. And now you're not the only one bleeding. 
your kids, they bleed in too. And now, unfortunately for you, although you may find that hole in your heart and fill it with something else, they're going to spend the rest of their lives trying to fill that void as well. They're going to spend the rest of their lives looking for that father figure in other men. They're going to spend that rest of their lives searching for lessons that you cannot be able to teach them out somewhere else. They're going to spend the rest of their lives hurting. And once again, you will have no one to blame but yourself. Because I cannot stress this enough. That as though, although that pain hurts, although that wound, it aches, you have to let it heal. You have to let it heal fully before you can actually use it again, before you can actually love again, before you can actually be alive again. You have to heal first. We think that. We get into these situations and we tell ourselves because it happened to me, it's not going to happen to you. But if you do not heal, then guess what you do in that situation? You end up hurting everybody else around you. And you know, what's crazy is that as I sit back and I think about that emotional bleed and I remember my first few episodes in the podcast, not, I'm not talking about when it was, you know, motivation for the starving soul. I'm talking about extraordinary thoughts. I'm talking about I'm talking about the first few episodes and extraordinary thoughts. What a lot of people did not understand is that I came into this podcast and I vented to you. I told you my pain. I thought that this would be an outlet for me to tell you my pain. But if you can hear the episodes, there was so much pain. There was so much hate. There was so much anger in my heart. It just came out in my words. And at the end of the day, all I was doing was passing off my pain to somebody else. That's why in later episodes, you can actually hear the healing. You can hear it. It's different. What we do not understand is that when you heal, you can actually execute things. You can actually feel things differently. You move with things differently. Every situation that you encounter you can you can see it all the way through. You can make it come to its full potential. Sometimes we get so caught up in our past failures. And trust me, I'm a, I, I know failure. In fact, me and fa- failure are actually very familiar with each other. We fail one time and we get so embarrassed. We don't want to feel that pain again. And what we end up doing is we avoid the situation. We avoid it. I don't want to deal with that no more. I don't want nobody to laugh at me no more. I don't want them to see me in this type of pain no more. I want to be successful. I want them to see me win. They cannot see me fail anymore. So we avoid it. And what we do not understand is because we avoid it, we unintentionally opened up that wound again. And each time they bring up that situation, we begin to bleed again. And if you and as you try to redo that thing that caused you to fail, you don't you don't want to do it at your full potential because you want to be able to cut, catch yourself just in case you fall. And you never. Never reach your full potential. What we have to understand is that. It's OK to hurt. It's OK 
to feel pain. It's okay to feel embarrassment. We strive so much to be perfect, but we forget that it, that we were born to be imperfect. In fact, it's in the contract. This is what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to fall and make mistakes. We're supposed to feel pain. We're supposed to get our hearts broken because when you get your heart broken, what I need you to understand is that is a lesson learned. Sometimes it takes longer than others. Sometimes we see and we feel pressured because of the fact that everybody else's lives is moving in a different direction at a different speed. So we feel like that we're lagging behind. And next thing you know, we rush the healing process. And just like that bone that was broken and did not heal properly, it was not set properly. That's what we do to ourselves. And unfortunately, if you know what I'm talking about, the only way for that to get fixed is to re-break it again. Sometimes you got to feel that pain again. So that way, this time you don't rush the process. This time you don't jump back in a relationship. This time you don't you don't half ass what you're doing. You push it to the full potential. This time will be better than the last time. You tell yourself that you're going to be a better leader. In fact, you pride yourself on the struggles that you face, the adversity that you face because you overcame it. But because you did not forgive the bad leadership that screwed you over, you unfortunately became the bad leader. You unfortunately have now passed on that pain to your dream Marines because every step that you took, every time that you opened your mouth, you began to bled. And when I talk about that, you began to bled, you began to transfer that pain over to everyone else. I said it before and I'll say it again. Forgiveness. It's not a gift to the one that wronged you. It's a gift to you. Because no one's worth your mental peace. No one is worth halting your healing process. Because if we do not heal, we run the risk of hurting ourselves and hurting those around us. And just, and just like that, another extraordinary thought left this ordinary mind. I hope you enjoyed this episode half as much as I enjoyed making it. Now, do me a favor. If you're on Apple or Spotify, don't forget to leave a five-star review for this podcast. And lastly, hit that subscribe button because this podcast deserves to grow just as much.